Now, looking out, say, next three to six months, what should investors expect given the fund positioning? To be completely blunt, um, if the market continues to be driven by these large cap mega tech names, which we own, we own Google, we own Facebook, we own Apple, we own Amazon, we own Microsoft, um, but we do not own them in the same kind of scale or sized positions as the S&P 500 does. Um, that will be a significant headwind to this product. Um, but listen, I think, and this is how I, 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 with pretty high conviction over kind of a, a medium term outlook, there are many attractive names that have not kind of risen uh, with the tide um, during this market recovery. And I think they will have outsized returns going forward. Um, but if yes, if we continue to turn on the headlines and, and Apple goes from a $2 trillion company that they hit today to a $3 trillion company in, in a couple months, that, that will be a headwind to the fund. So um, we want to be open about that. Um, but we do have active, high active share. We're not closet benchmarkers. And frankly, if you are of the view where that, that, that's kind of what's going to drive the market, um, you're probably going to get a better solution in something like an ETF. So we're, we're going to continue to do bottoms up fundamental work and try to find where we think the most value is. And, and we think that will ultimately play out over time. Um, we also with regards to the outlook, um, we continue to invest in companies with structural tailwinds. Um, that has not changed. So we're, we're, we're not high growth, um, investors, but we're not kind of deep value. Uh, I would describe ourselves as GARP. Um, so we're looking for, uh, companies where maybe something short, short term has gone wrong, um, but we're looking for these businesses that can grow. So I, I talked today about like Pfizer, about Baxter, about UPS, some of these businesses, or even Brookfield and KKR, they all have tailwinds and we're continuing to kind of high grade the portfolio, make sure um, we own a kind of a strong portfolio of these companies with structural tailwinds because we think that's how you're going to compound your capital the best going forward. Um, the number one question I get right now is what's our view of the election? Uh, frankly, I, I know Biden's winning. Um, I, I think we were most worried about um, Santa Elizabeth Warren or even a Bernie Sanders winning uh, to become president. Biden to us is more central uh, or centrist. Um, I know there's concerns about his plans to raise taxes. Um, frankly, I, I think he would, I, I think that's likely if he does win. And I don't necessarily think that's the end of the world because kind of the stock market. Um, I also do think he's going to be cautious of how he raises taxes. Um, I, th I would only imagine he's going to be raising taxes if the economy is improving. Um, I also think interest rates will stay low um, for a significant period of time. And if, if rates stay low, I think um, the market can easily offset some of these kind of headwinds from uh, cash flow, higher cash flows needed to pay taxes. Um, the second question we get obviously is vaccines. Um, that's the really big one. And frankly, like I, I I'm, pretty high conviction on the election. Trump wins, status quo, Biden wins, maybe some tweaks, not the end of the world. The vaccine is the big delta, I think, for this year. So I personally, from what I've read, it, it does seem like we have so many shots on net, you're going to get a vaccine. Um, so that'll be, that'll be kind of step one. Um, and we're, we do debate a lot internally about uh, when we'd rotate and how we want to position the portfolio um, into what I call the third wave. So these would be companies like um, travel leisure companies, um, uh, names that would be like restaurants, even potentially names that are, are really, really impacted by, um, by kind of the change of consumer behavior. And so we, we would want to move into names. I mean, maybe Live Nation, uh, we own, but we could add more to it. I like stuff like that. Um, but we do want to see a vaccine. 
And then I think not only the positive outcome for a vaccine, it'll be really interesting to see how it gets rolled out and um, how quickly as a society we're able to get herd immunity and um, a return to kind of consumer behavior. So that, that to me is, I, I'm actually, I think I see a wider scenario of outcomes as we enter the back half of the year versus the election does not worry me as much as, as that one. But I, I do think we've lost shots on net. Um, maybe I'm always an optimist, um, but I, I do think you don't want to bet against um, society and, and mankind. And, and that's never been a good bet ever. So um, I, I'm pretty positive that we'll figure some sort of medical solution out. Um, but saying all that, continue to kind of worry about the downside. So we're not going to buy stuff with a lot, a lot of debt. Um, we buy stuff that generates a lot of free cash flow and we try to buy it at attractive multiples, which we think also will protect us if um, we are wrong and maybe we have a second wave or something like that in the fall. Okay, that's Jack. That's great. That was very insightful and we appreciate your bottom-up perspective. For the listeners, if you want to know more about Century US funds and other Century funds, check out ci.com and join us next week for another update on Century funds. Thank you and have a great day. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns, net of fees and expenses, payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.